0: Greetings, everyone. My name is William Porter. Welcome to this edition of Storytelling Time. This podcast is sponsored by Every Dot Black Entrepreneur's Podcasting Network a group that supports entrepreneurs across the United States and in many foreign countries. And again, I'm happy to welcome uh, to the podcast today, Mr. Matthew Coppedge, the President and CEO of the Garner, North Carolina Chamber of Commerce. Matthew, uh, it's great having you again with us.
1: Yeah, Thanks for for having me.
0: We're going to take up uh, from where we left off the last time we were talking about all the Growth that Garner uh, has experienced over the last several years and will experience uh, over the coming years because of a lot of development, uh, not only specifically here in Raleigh, in Garner I should say, but also in Raleigh of course being the uh, largest municipality in the region. Uh, And actually, even Durham, the Raleigh-Durham area, the Research Triangle area that includes Chapel Hill, has been a very uh, 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 significant uh, factor in the growth of this uh, uh, region here in in Central North Carolina. So this week, though, I'd like to uh, focus uh, on some issues that not only concern us here in uh, Garner in North Carolina, but all across the country and, and the world, in fact, and that's the uh, civil unrest that we've had and some of the other issues that uh, we, uh, we've we experienced over the last uh, few months. Uh, you know, Matthew, uh, the Every Dot Black organization, the sponsor of this show, has listeners all over the country and even the world. So because of our outreach, uh, many of those who turn into this podcast may not be necessarily interested in what's going on in Garner. I know we are, of course, but not everyone because of their uh, distance away from our physical location. And so, but uh, this week, I'd like to focus on something that all of us are interested in, regardless of where we live. And I'd like to start by asking you uh, this question, and it's a simple question: What has been your feelings about all the civil unrest we've been experiencing, which really started with the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis a few months ago
1: yeah i'm not sure that's a that's a simple question <laughs> um you know it's uh it's uh It's been interesting you know I, I think that um it's it's kind of hard, you know I kind of mentioned last week in in the interview about the um everybody's kind of dealing with grief in terms of the pandemic right, and so you're dealing with that and then this happens um you know back in i guess February, uh, April time frame yeah or so, and so a lot of people are still trying to process um a a lot of different things and then this you know this happens and um you know, one of the, I think the biggest challenges, I kind of, this, this is like any relationship, I think, just in terms of, um, you know, our, our country, um, we're just part of this one big country and we're in relationships and we have, um, you know, we work together and we talk about things and we work things out. And, you know, I think in a relationship, if you boil it down to kind of the simplest parts, the most critical part is communication, right? And so uh, one of the things that I think we've lost in all this is the ability, and this is partially social media over the last you know, 10 years, this is partially uh, due to the pandemic, um, that we're not able to sit down in a room and talk about a lot of these issues. And so what has happened is is you know, people kind of, you know, shout their feelings off on social media and it's a lot easier to do that um, on whatever side anybody is on. And it's really easy to kind of not listen it's really easy to not communicate, and so you know I kind of feel like um, you know this is has presented some real challenges um, to actually sit down, communicate about the issues that are there. so again, I, I liken it to a relationship you know if if you're not listening um, to to feelings that people have, you know it can create some real tensions, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we found here, obviously, there are Um, there are issues that need to be addressed, and I think, you know, as as communities, as a country, um, you know, the communication has been um, really, uh, or it's really struggled to make something happen, and that's how I think you can create some positive change, um, sitting down in a room with somebody and communicating about, you know, feelings and how we can address those, and every time I've talked to somebody, you know, one-on-one, things have been super positive, but then, you know, people get out and they start uh, talking about these things, and and there's a real disconnect, I think, between um, you know the in-person reality of of how people feel and the things that people are willing to um, talk about and understand via social media and via Zoom and those kind of things. So I think it's created some real challenges, um, obviously, with the civil unrest. You know, and it's funny, you know, uh, you know, over 90% of protests have been peaceful. Over 90% of police interactions are peaceful, um, generally speaking. Over, you know, most, you know, over 90% of people don't commit crimes. Like, you know, people end up focusing on these, you know, these really small minority of things that happen. Um, and when we should actually be really communicating well and making sure that we, everybody has a voice to um, talk about the the issues that they face. And everybody has different experiences in life. That's what makes us uh, as a country really great, right? We've kind of, you know, um, we need to, make sure that we appreciate the different experiences and what those different experiences each person can bring to the table as we discuss how we solve problems and how we build a community and how we you know move forward. And I don't think that's happening as much as, um, as should be happening to make some real positive differences and changes.
0: But you know, uh, you, we've been talking about the civil uh, unrest, uh, at least in this segment. And of course, last week we talked about, we touched on the pandemic And we talked a lot about uh, the growth in Garner uh, in particular uh, last week. But it doesn't help as far as dealing with uh, civil unrest and the pandemic uh, when you're in the middle of a political season. So that just kind of exacerbates everything. (laughs) So, I mean, we're going through a lot. 2020 has been an interesting year, to say the least, in a number of areas. Uh, You mentioned under, understatement understatement of the year. <laughs> you mentioned your interest, interest in athletics, and of course I have interest in athletics as well, and we're just now returning to uh, athletic competition uh, in a number of uh, uh, areas. Uh, as you know, the Big Ten Conference just reinstituted football this fall, coming a little bit later yeah. next month. And and uh, we we know about the bubble with uh, professional basketball, and and uh, you also mentioned your uh, affiliation with North Carolina Central University, uh, who's a member of the MEAC, um, the uh, Conference, mm-hmm. Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. So anyway, it's just been a lot of things things going on. Uh, But let me ask you this. Uh, We all are aware of the tension between police departments and the African-American community nationwide that's actually been magnified over the past several months. And we know the reasons for it. So in your opinion, how does all of the social unrest that's going on all over the country affect Garner in any way? And your job and what is your job uh, or, or do you have a job specifically in trying to deal with this situation as far as uh, being the president of, uh, of the chamber?
1: Sure. You know, I mean, obviously we have, you know, we have a board of directors and we have over 600 members. And so, you know, there's uh, different opinions here and there. So I think our job really is to, um, one, not be afraid to speak on the, these things. You know, this is, is part of the community. This is part of business. This is part, it affects all of those. And so you know I think our role is to really try our best to be um, a, an organization that brings people together to talk about um, these kind of things, to again make sure everybody you know has a voice at the table um, to you know and feels compelled and feels comfortable to share their experiences and um, to try and make sure that everybody realizes that we're all just trying to make the world better, right? Like, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of the goal of these kind of things and make sure that,
0: um,
1: you know, people feel um, you know, welcome and people feel like they're included and they're engaged and they have uh, their opinions and, and values are important and, and they can be part of um, how we all make this, you know, community better. And, you know, I think bringing that um, kind of that voice and bringing that um, area, but you know, a place where people can, can actually do that and engage. And I think that's kind of what we've tried to do with you know, kind of our networking events, you know, with um, some of the things that we do with the outreach, I think is really critical. Just, just uh, making sure that you know, you are cognizant of we need to make sure we're trying to be inclusive and that we're diverse because those ideas are really, like like I said earlier, like really critical in making sure that we can be innovative and we can, you know, grow as we um, as we need to, as this community grows and that we have new people that are going to be moving here. We have uh, and this is just just true of, of numerous places around the country that, you know, make sure that we can be as engaged and inclusive as we possibly can and and that people feel like they can have a voice and i think that's kind of our role is to make sure that we can make that happen to to the best of our abilities and i don't think anybody has the answers to this um immediately if if we did everything would be fixed right like i think (laughs) we're all working through it and it's better it's better if we work through it as a cohesive team to try and make things better
0: well, Matthew, I know you have a lot of things on your plate as the uh, leader of the of the chamber, uh, and I know you might consider yourself as new. You've been here since February, you mentioned, but of course, with the uh, pandemic and the isolation caused by it, uh, it might seem as though you're still new in the position, uh, uh, but. But anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's different. As I said earlier, 2020 is just a different kind of year. And you ju- actually just addressed the question that I was going to ask you, and that is uh, the Chamber's role in making Garner a wonderful place for ev- everybody, for all its citizens, uh, uh, and uh, including having a healthy relationship between our local police department and the African-American community. So is there anything else you'd like to add to that? Because yeah. I'm sure you've addressed some yeah, of I've- that in your last answer.
1: Yeah, but I feel like, I feel, you know, encouraged about, you know, we've had some, you know, discussions with, uh, you know, with the town and with community members and with the police department and uh, with different people. And we had a, um, uh, you know, I'm not sure there were any like specific protests in Garner. There was a a group that got together with the town and, um, you know, and did a, had a vigil essentially. Um, And so it was, um, you know, a way for the community to come together. And so, you know, I think, you know, generally speaking, we've heard, you know, positive things about like us trying to move forward, us um, trying to uh, move forward as a community together to um, address some of these um, things that we can we can address. But, you know, I, I feel positive about uh, where we're going and, um, you know, we need to continue um, to, to push this. Uh, you know, I think once, you know we get through the pandemic, which again, who knows how long that's going to be, once we return to a more normal, we can't forget that these are issues that we need to make sure that we continue to. We need to continue to make sure that we're being inclusive. We need to continue to to the conversations on these things um, as we move forward. I think it's really critically important to not let those slip uh, and continue those lines of communication um, as we move forward.
0: Well, I'd like you to know uh, that in the past and and even now uh, the chamber has a relationship with the uh, local police department uh we uh, as a member of the chamber, we had one of our meetings uh, at the uh at the police department last last year before you arrived in fact so you you have fertile ground to stand on and to work from as far as trying to promote better race re, race relations uh and just uh Community involvement by all of us who live here in Garner. So, uh, so I know you have a lot on your plate, as I said earlier. But, uh, but there are a lot of possibilities as well. So,
1: uh, yeah, I, I agree. And you know, and and you know, I would say the you know the chamber before I got here. Again, I, I do feel very very new still. Um, but the chamber, obviously, the chamber and the community, and the police department, and the town government, and everybody is you know, been fantastic here as a community and been really welcoming. And, you know, that those, different, those relationships over the past, you know, however many years have been really strong. Um, so, you know, it's like you said, there's it's a real opportunity for us um, as a community to continue that and move forward. And there's always room for improvement, right, like no matter what you're doing. And so, again, whether it's relationships or whether it's, um, you know, Uh, building these things, or whether it's growing a community, whatever it is, there's always opportunities to improve. And I think looking at it that way is is really um, critical as well.
0: Well, Matthew, we're going to take another short break, and when we return, we're going to go ahead and close the show, because this second uh, part of the uh, interview session I've had with you uh, is coming close to... Ending. Uh, we don't have uh, all the time that we'd like to have, but uh, but again, I'd like to thank Every Dot Black Entrepreneurs Podcasting Network for sponsoring uh, uh, this uh, podcast. So we'll be right back to finish this show. Stay with us. <laughs> Welcome back. We're here with Matthew Coppage, uh, the president and CEO of the Garner, North Carolina Chamber of Commerce. And let me ask you one other question before we close things out here today, uh, Matthew. And that is, uh, you touched on this earlier. uh, One of the newest economic attractions uh, to come to Garner in a while has been the new Amazon distribution plant. So, again, just maybe repeat some of what you mentioned earlier, and you can go into it a little bit more. How much will this facility drive Garner's growth in the future, in your opinion?
1: Oh, a lot. You know, I think, one, uh, just having the name Amazon associated with your community and that they chose to locate here. And they originally were going to bring 1,500 jobs into that facility. is now up over 3,000 jobs. Um, And that's by far the largest employer in Garner. Um, you know, even at the 1500, they were going to be the largest, but now they've doubled that. So, you know, in terms of having the name, in terms of having the uh, number of jobs here, um, it's a a fantastic and amazing state-of-the-art facility, which can ship almost a million packages a day. Like, it's really amazing what they're going to be doing out of that facility. Um, But what that means in terms of us recruiting new uh, distribution centers because of our, the great location we have on 40 and 70, um, you know, I think that's tremendous. I think the identify us as a chamber. You know, one of our goals is to identify what potential spinoff uh, companies um, want to be near or entrepreneur or startups want to be near an Amazon distribution hub, right? So this is going to create a number of new opportunities for um, our community in terms of startups that could be close to that in terms of, you know, people moving here um, for those jobs, uh, whether they're garden residents that get them. We hope a lot of garden residents do get those jobs, but also, you know, people moving here for, um, you know, executive level positions in that plant and, you know, smaller roles um, for that plant as well. You know, it's, it's a real, uh, it's really great that we have. The talent. did an amazing job on recruiting them uh, in the chamber um, prior to me. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a really good and big win for our community.
0: And, you know, I mentioned infrastructure earlier, and certainly that's going to cause a lot of uh, changes in our infrastructure uh. Uh, around that particular facility. As a matter of fact, as you know, the road in front of it uh, has been uh, uh, further developed, widened lanes and whatnot, traffic lights. and So there's just a lot of things going on here in the Garner community. It's very exciting. And uh, let me ask you, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we close?
1: Oh sure. Yeah, I'm just excited about the the growth and the opportunity here in Garner. I think it's an amazing um town. I think we're going to, you know, see some really amazing things over the next 5 to 10 years. And um yeah, I just finally want to thank you for um having me on. You know, it's been it's been great. I always enjoy speaking with you, so uh, I appreciate it. Well, again, thank you for being
0: with us and uh, would you like to uh give uh, your contact information uh, for anyone who would like more information about what's going on in this community? Or any other questions they, they may want to
1: ask you. Uh, sure they can uh, you, know, you, you can all visit uh, um and you can email me. feel free to email me with any questions or updates. Uh, Matthew M-A-T-T-H-E-W at garnerchamber.com.
0: Well thank you again, Matthew for being with us uh, and it's been grand. It really has been grand and uh, we know that you're going to be doing great things here in the Garner community. And I'd like to thank all the listeners for being with us as well. And again, uh, remember, uh, whatever you might be going through, whether it's good or bad, uh, just keep in mind that there's always more, more good things coming your way. We'll see you the next time. of people have had to overcome slavery, and secondly, obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality, and I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies, and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every dot black e v e r y dot Just every dot black. Dot black is the new com.